and they could not cure him. That question haunts me sometimes because it is, or that statement haunts me because it is, it is, it is a challenge as well as an assessment of the church. It's true this morning in all the places we have come from. I bought my son, my daughters, to your disciples, and they could not cure them. As a matter of fact, this whole chapter, chapter 17, has two paradigms of paralysis. Or two postures where the church has launched itself into a place of paralysis. The first is in the opening part of the 17th chapter. You remember it. Jesus took the disciples up to the retreat on the mountain. And it was a big time. The Spirit came up with great power on the mountain that day. And, and, and it was such a wonderful thing that the Bible says that Jesus summons out of the aisles of history the prophet and the lawgiver, Moses and Elisha. And up on the mountain, they had a powerful time. It was such a great time that one of the disciples, Peter, James, and John were there. Peter was so overcome by it that Peter said, let me tell you, let's concretize this inspiration and build three Mount Tabernacles up here and let's stay up on this mountain. And unfortunately, that is where the church is often. Up on a mountain somewhere shouting, disengaged with the pain of the valley. Too many of our churches today have made the goal of worship simply the decibel level. How loud can we make it? How, how much can we jump? And we are ignoring the pain in the valley. We become praise-centered. We, we, we become we, we have a paralysis of praise. We, it it looks like we're doing something, but we ain't doing nothing. And, and we're on the mountain. And Jesus said, no, we can't stay up here because what's so marvelous? Raphael, the great Italian painter, captures both of these scenes. Here you are, the disciple up on the mountain, and they got the power. You got this father in the valley, and you got the rest of the church, the nine disciples in the valley. Now, on the mountain, they got power, but they don't care about the valley. And the church in the valley is in the valley, but it don't have no power. And, and these two paralysis, these two paradigms are really instructive to us this morning because that's where we are. Some of our churches are on the mountain shouting, and others of us are in the valley, powerless. I brought my son to your disciples, and they couldn't do anything. Now, you gotta go back and see what happens here. Well, first of all, there is this, this whole business that the consequences that preceded the healing are instructive to us as the church. First of all, there's this father. Now, this father 
um, he, he, he's not in denial about his son's situation. I mean, he could pretend if he wanted to. Now, you know, my, my, my son ain't no lunatic. My, my son doesn't, doesn't try to do himself in. But, but this daddy is not in denial about his son's situation. And because he's not in denial about the situation, he is able to help his son find curing and healing. And if the black church is going to be a tool for healing in the African-American community and in the global African community, in the diaspora, if we are going to be an instrument for healing, we cannot be in denial. Our sons and daughters 